This is Bryce. It's your boy Scott. And this is Topical Rants, where we will be discussing at any given point in time all of those wonderful little questions we have about our favorite TV series, nerdy games, and all those wonderful things that you always go off on tangents with your friends on, but never get to go too far because somebody inevitably tries to cut us off. Also, while you're at it, you got to check out my boy Scott's uh, yeah. show. Yeah, go check out Travis Scott to the back rooms where we discuss everything back rooms up in there. You won't hear my voice when my voice sounds like ass, but I think you'll like it anyway. All right, and with that being said, let's get into the topics. Hey, everybody, this is episode three of our continuing run through of animes from past and new. We're going to go today with one of mine, uh, my four pick, Samurai X, also the Roroni Kenshin series. So jumping into that, we're going to do a quick synopsis and then just discuss the whole series as a general thing. Before we get into it, I've seen bits and pieces of it, so my I don't be I won't be as influential as I know. Uh, we ain't worried about all that. But well, again, please check us here, out. Man. Please check us out at topicalrants at gmail.com. Again, that's topicalrants with an S at the end at gmail.com. Yeah, email us. Tell us, hey. Tell us, you know what? Email us pictures of your dog. I want to see your dog. We do want to see your dongos. We want to see all your pets. I want to see the puppers. I want to see the cataroonies. I want to see all of them things. I want to see snakes. I want to see. Gila monsters, lizards, you know, send us send us the works. We want to see your pets. Yeah, we I love rate, it. I rate them. Because when we get the Facebook page up and running, we're gonna we're gonna throw that up and we're gonna we're gonna talk about our top favorite animals while we're at it. Why the hell not? But if your pet is ugly, I'm gonna tell you it's ugly. Man, let's not be mean to people. Come on now. <laughs> I'm I gotta be honest. For the pe for you, the people. You don't care about these people. <laughs> That's why I feel. Don't you, no, don't, don't you lie. Don't you lie. Scott for 20 um 2022 on forever. Forever for now for nine seasons. No. <laughs> you, you don't get to Rick and Morty your way out of this. Fuck you. We're gonna have to do a whole episode about Rick and Morty now. God damn it. All right, guys. So today we are talking about, oh, spoiler alert. If you have not watched any Thing involving Samurai X or Roni Kenshin, somehow at this point in the game, I I don't know what the fuck to tell you, man. If you haven't watched any of these anime that I'm talking about, uh, goddamn, dude, you, you are were, you you way past the prime on this. Yeah, we talking about the boomer so, anime. Man, fuck you! I will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of how to get a boomer joke in. I will fucking cut you. <sighs> don't do oh, that. young head, chicken head, looking ass, still a boomer. Bitch. I am not a boomer. <laughs> I was not born in the 40s or the 50s. Bitch, I wasn't born until the 80s. Go oh, fuck yourself. You're a zoomer. I am not a zoomer. <laughs> fuck all that. <laughs> I'm Generation X, my guy. Oh, you are... Um, well, I'm a zennial. You are a zenumer. Let's get it. I'm a zennial. Anyway. <laughs> so, all right. So, what you have is... To start everything off, most people are familiar with Aroni Kenshin. Which, at our at this point in time, our redheaded protagonist is running around what is now Tokyo, which was at one point Kyoto before the war, uh, the Shogunate War, and he was trying to do the whole honorable Batman style. I will defend the weak and innocent. I am vengeance. 
Yeah, but he didn't operate purely in the night. He ran around all day, but he had a what was called a sakabato or reverse blade sword. Now, the sword itself is actually very similar to the European version or even the American version of a scythe, which was used to cull wheat and other things for farmers. Now, <clears throat> the person who crafted it is also the same person who crafted his original sword, which was used to slay tons of people, which his original in the original Samurai X uh, movie. He was Hitokiri Batosai, which is effectively another name for a manslayer. He was a professional killer, an assassin, and he was very idealistic. He was trained in the style of Hiten Mitsurugi, which was roughly translated into lightning style or lightning draw. There, there's a bunch of different things for it, but effectively what he would do is he would draw from the scabbard and the way he would do it would actually increase the speed with which he could strike. And this is what led to the advanced style of and speed that he was used to. And given his light frame, he was actually faster than even his master. However, his master had, with all the muscle that his master had, his master was stronger. And for being as big as he was to be that fast and precise... I'd honestly say that maybe his master was conceivably more devastating, while Kenshin was probably more accurate and definitely faster. So lightning versus thunder. Kind of, yeah, more or less. You definitely have the issue of Kenshin would have definitely been the flash, while his master definitely would have been the boom. All right, cool. But I mean, it was, and it's an excellent contrast over speed versus power. Because even though Ken, when Kenshin was using the reverse blade sword in order to actually get the final technique and master Hiten Mitsurugi, he actually had to technically kill his master. I'm... That was the way to do it. But because Kenshin refused, and I mean refused to kill anyone else, he refused to lay down the Sakabato. He used it against his master, and which ended up making him stronger for the effort because he still defeated his master because he was faster in the end. But because he was using reverse blade sword, it didn't actually kill his master, although it left a hell of fucking dent across his chest. Like his whole fucking chesticles were dented. The bone was dented. Not cracked, dented. Was his ego dented as well? No, actually, he was extremely proud of his uh, student. Nice. This was this dude definitely is going <clears> to... <throat> he's someone I say is going to fall... He's definitely going to get talked about when we do our series of uh, high-class Iroh-level dads. Oh, so he's a mad respectable dude. Mad respectable? I don't... I have doubts as to whether or not he will pass long-term, as far as a father figure is concerned. Uh, we'll have to definitely check the evidence to see where he falls in that category. Y'all can help but, us vote for that. By yes, the way. honestly, this is going to be a all of ours. So if anybody here is familiar with CJ the Champ on YouTube, uh, he has a series called the uh, Roundtable of Air Force Black Air Force Activity. It's going to be very akin to that, with the exception of we're going to present the evidence. And we're going to leave it up to the people to vote. There's only one person that's not going to get voted on. Literally one. And that is Iroh himself. Because 
well, the whole damn series is the whole <clears throat> our whole round table of super dad fathers is going to be based off of the idealism of Iroh in of himself. So, I mean, it, it'd be kind of hard to do that if we didn't have at least him in the table. But, you know, I don't think that's going to be a hard argument from anybody. But without all that, so we get back into it. So after, so the, the synopsis for Samurai X is he is, he was originally orphaned or sold off as a slave. He's okay. going with the slave trade. The slave trade gets attacked by bandits. One girl chooses to risk her life. Well, actually, I'm sorry. Three girls decide to risk their lives to save him. And in even then, he is about to get murked. Like, he is about to die. These bandits are going to kill him anyway. Mm-hmm. They already killed all three girls. They pick up one girl by her hair off the ground and shove their katana right through her throat. And he watches the whole thing. At the end of this, uh, his sensei, his to-be sensei shows up in what I can only describe as the most amazing scene of someone getting sliced apart by a sword ever animated. I mean, bar done, it sets the standard. I'll show it to you later. I mean, dude, it, it, it would... I would be horrified to see something like this. I would just straight up give up, change my life. I would devote my life to Jesus, Buddha, whoever the hell you like. It's it's game changing style, speed and pain. But that you know, all that he does this and kills the bandits and just leaves Kenshin there. Well, Kenshin decides he's going to bury everybody, including the bandits, which. Matter, then the guy the guy comes back and he sees he's like you buried everybody and the bandits and he's like well everybody's dead now so i don't see the difference and he's like you know what you got the right kind of mindset kid and he take and first off oh boy is a drunkard so mad respects to him i i appreciate oh, that the, lifestyle. Um, sensei? yeah he he <laughs> loves his sake but he says nobody should reach nirvana without the taste of good sake on their lips so he pours out some sake for the homies all right and he takes kenshin and trains him in the art of hitimitsurugi time goes on he tries to explain to him hey don't get caught up in political bullshit this style is going to be sought after because we're, you know, we are <laughs> ideal for assassinations and stuff like that. I mean, we're out here wrecking niggas. They going don't, to want us. Yeah. So don't get caught up in that. Well, Kenshin still remembers the pain of what he went through. And he also knows the pain of what the Shogunate has brought on the country of Japan. So he chooses that he's going to do something about it. So he joins up with the rebel faction. And he more or less effectively wins the war for them. He kind of like hell. He's well, carrying he, the team, basically. In a lot of ways, yes. Very strategically speaking, though. I mean, he's not out there just mass murdering whole legions or anything like that. But he's taking out prime political targets. In the process, while trying to kill one political target, mm-hmm. a bodyguard who is just extremely <clears throat> persistent uh, manages to cut his cheek. Oh, that's the little, that's where you get the little the X. Well, that's where he gets the first cut of it. Now, the thing about it is, is that that particular guard was set to be married. Oh, and now he's not going to get to. So the idea is that the wound is of that of someone who 
he wronged and the wound can never heal because he's haunted by the spirit of that vengeance of that ghost or some crap like that. I like when anime people do that, like how they they will explain how could they get healed from their wounds and shit, but then that one refused to go. That's that's good symbolism. Oh, it's it's great storytelling right there. I mean, it's just, it's a reason why it was on Tsunami for so long. That's, that's a show no tell right there. You because all I want always wonder what happened right because when you see an anime character with a big ass scar somewhere, that's a story right there. And that's the point. And that's with Rurouni Kenshin. They never showed the actual Samurai X movie on there. Nice. They never showed the 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 Samurai X the first movie or. The last two. Okay. Or, I'm sorry. There's two movies. Um, I actually own the DVD of it. I, I forget the name. Oh, a DVD. But there's also a final one where it's reflection. Like it's the basically the wrap up where Kenshin finally, you know, gets old and dies, sort of. Okay. I mean, it, it's a whole thing. So and we're gonna get into it. So uh basically the Raroni Kenshin series is him trying to live a life abstinent of killing he refuses to kill but prior to that is him so he kills this uh politician the guard his bodyguard cuts him the rest of it is he goes to another town he ends up at a brothel because he's trying to lay low right bring bring them back 2022 bring back brothels oh god so he's trying to live <laughs> yeah no <laughs> he's trying to lay low and his cover is to be a medicine seller well he meets one of the girls at this brothel but she's not a she's not a brothel girl she's, she's a, not a whore yeah effectively she's not a whore she's a like a cleaning maid effectively right. but he kind of falls in love with her <laughs> and she she understands his way of life what all he's doing so she goes with it well, as time goes on, you find out she was the fiance of the guard he killed. That's some drama. Oh, yeah, it gets better because of the final battle. Like, once this is all done, the final battle, he's fighting a bunch of ninjas in the snow. And the kicker is, you got to remember, in Japan, they didn't technically have ninjas. Ninja was not a word you used. Ninjas it, didn't mm -hmm. officially exist. Ninja, uh, that's, he's right about that. They... Historically, they went out of their way to say ninjas didn't exist because it didn't follow the code of Bushido. And if it didn't follow the code of Bushido, they did not want to accept it as a legitimate thing. By the way, ninjas did not wear black. They wore a dark navy. Black stands out in true darkness, stands out. Yes. Dark navy doesn't. That is actually very true. Stop drawing y'all ninjas black. Y'all wrong. And I'm judging you. That's just because you black. Yes. <laughs> I'm Dark Navy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, talk about this drama because that's fucked up. So he ended up falling in love with the dude. Well, hang on. It gets better because he don't know this yet. Like this whole movie goes by. He still doesn't know. So this, is Japan, this is a Japanese Tyler Perry movie. Kind of, sort of. <laughs> so, I mean, he gets to the end and she finally, she finally says something to him like, hey, you know, this was my husband to be, right? Uh-huh. And he's like, Oh shit, I am so sorry. Like, like he truly feels bad. Like he really does. But 
she was hired by the shogunate and some people in the shogunate to lead him Stop. to a certain place and give up information on him so they could actually send in other assassins to kill him, right? All right. So they sent in like a three, four-man team. I forget exactly how many. But they sent in a group to kill him, right? All I right. mean, these guys are smart. They're like, it's snowing. There's crazy shit going all around. And to stop this dude from even seeing them, they would actually stop, pull their mask down, grab a handful of snow, stuff it in their mouth, and put their mask so back So he up. wouldn't see the breath. So he couldn't see their breath. Like, these guys were straight-up professional killers. And I mean, three at least, if not four, trying to take this man out. And he is just wrecking their shit. And I'm not going to – and I'm going to be honest. They actually did manage to injure him quite gravely like it if it would not have been for this chick at the end he would have probably died because he got fucked up and the last guy the leader it was between him and the leader and at this point he was already just banged up hurt ready to you know be done with it and at the last minute she steps in between and takes the fatal blow so bitch dies yes bro oh hold up no <laughs> so what? she gets stabbed right all right by a short knife like a short uh I like a like... wakazashi I, okay i like those i want sort of type deal and his blade is stuck and he can't get it out of her immediately and kenshin chooses then to slice through her and the guy well, she's already dead, so... Well, she's going to die no matter what, and he recognizes this, but he chooses to just finish it off and cuts through her and him to kill the other guy. And at the end, she pulls the knife out of herself and does the other cut, which creates the axe. And that's when we lead into Roroni Kenshin, the series, which is when he's the vagrant wanderer who refuses to kill anyone. So he... So he's not too far. He he, there's guts, and then you go down a couple of pairs, and you got this dude. Yeah, I he is still a few rungs lower on the oh my god, your life is fucked up scale. Damn, he. But I mean, he's only about four or five pegs under. How old is this dude? I'd say by this point, he's maybe in his mid twenties. By the time the actual series starts, god damn. He was a teenager in the original movie. So by the time he gets into the actual series, he's maybe in his early to mid-20s. I guess depression didn't exist yet. Huh? He been through some shit. Oh, no, he's constantly depressed. God dang. Because he hates, the, he hates his very existence. He's remorseful. He didn't want to kill everybody. Stop it. He just recognized it as something that needed to happen. But then throughout the entire series... He has shown that he, even the very thing he fought for, the thing he killed people for, was the people that he put in place were not living up to the ideals that he wanted them to live to. He, they weren't living up to the ideals that were set forward. So he's also having to deal with the fact that the imperialist government is not living up to the idealisms that they were supposed to. Then on top of that, the assassin that took over for him after he because after all that crap he got outed as an assassin so there was no hiding him anymore like he had to be his role in the fight had to change he ended up becoming a kind of a commander on the front lines after that so he led a lot of 
assaults directly. And that's when he got his high body count. All right. But there was another assassin that took place, like that took the job after him. And they even mentioned that in the movies that we hired another assassin. It was he good. Oh, he he's the final antagonist in the series. No, this series is great for coming full circle. It's it's three seasons, but the third season can effectively be completely dismissed. All right, so we don't even need to watch. Yeah, because not to mention there's like a few logical inconsistencies where one dude's using something that's very akin to a scouter. Like there was technological inconsistencies that didn't make sense. And uh, as far as I understand it, the whole third season pretty much is just. And you said this takes place in what the war, not the war, Japan. So war and states period, or this would have been before, or around the same time that America was discovering that Japan even existed. So this is like seventeen eighteen hundreds type deal. It's, they were still walking around. This with is feudal shit, Japan. Oh, so we're talking about Demon Slayer timeline? Yeah. Okay. Then why the fuck we have a scouter? It, again, it, it doesn't make sense. I don't understand. I, I didn't watch all of season three because of that. It really turned me off the whole like technological advancement thing. I didn't really get behind it, so I just kind of ignored it. I actually own it. I probably should take the time to finish watching it because, I mean, maybe there's a good explanation for it. But it's one of those... It's one of those things where an animator kind of goes too far with something, and instead of ending it on a good note where they should, they jump the shark, as it were. Because by season one, you face down some of the bigger bads from Kenshin's past, uh, like the Wolves of Mibu, and he has to deal with one of his main guys, which really cool shit. But then he also has to deal with um, the only Waban group, the only Waba, <laughs> Waban, but oh, Waban, yeah. Waban. But I mean, here's the thing, man. Like their whole group is fucking fantastic. Like I'm telling you, everybody in that group was, while they were technically the bad guys, as it were, you can't help but actually love them as a group and respect what they did and why. I mean, seriously, I know it, like they all had to do what they had to do and they all went out the way they went out. But I mean, nothing but mad respect for all of them, because. I'm just saying one dude, literally, they they took an old school Gatling gun, like the big ass. You had to roll it in on wheels and it was a hand crate system. <laughs> and this guy literally took shot for shot in that. And it did not penetrate completely through his body his muscles actually stopped most of it he was that fucking ripped it still killed him but i mean he was so freaking ripped that the bullets were not necessarily penetrating on some hockey level yeah he 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 was definitely doing that hanma level shit before hanma was i'm just saying dude was a badass and it did i mean if i'm not mistaken he also had the red hair so maybe it was a a prelude or an homage or something. You gotta watch out with them for the men that make characters with red hair. That'd be jazz. Yeah, redhead <laughs> Asians will fucking destroy if, you. If they hair ain't natural color, they will beat your ass. 
Leave them alone. Yeah, they just color coding their hair like they do belts. I guess like, I don't know. It's like they did in nature. If it looks, if the colors highlight it's not supposed to be there, don't trust it. Don't touch it. it it'll kill Leave you. it alone. <laughs> Leave it alone. Even if they ask for help, you don't, <laughs> you don't want that kind of um energy in your life. You don't want to be. You don't want to be a side character to a shonen protagonist. They always die. They die so you can so your death can motivate them to become stronger. Don't become energy food <laughs> for them niggas. Don't do it. Don't be a Krillin. <laughs> don't be a Krillin's different. I respect Krillin. I don't respect. He Krillin. was still fodder for the for the original Super what, Saiyan transformation. Will you fight Krillin though? And that's the second time he died. But will you, will you fight Krillin? You know what? We'll get into that later. <laughs> That's that's a whole nother episode. Yeah, yeah, put some respect to my man. <clears throat> that's I, a whole nother episode. And if I was Yamcha, yes. <laughs> but we're gonna talk about that later. We're gonna talk about it later. Anyway, so you get to the final uh like well, the second season. And it turns out the guy that took Kenshin's place knew too many secrets. So they actually tried to have him assassinated by the end of it. <laughs> Well, once they defeated the Shogunate and they took over and created their empire, mm-hmm. they tried to cut off all loose ends, right? Well, they tried to kill this guy. They, and his name escapes me right now, but... He is um assassin man. But what happens is, is they lured him into a trap and they burned him alive. But he survived. Y'all, they Joshua Grant. They, they Joshua Graham, this man. He, he took a character from Fallout New Vegas. If you know, yep. if you play Fallout yep. New Vegas, he, he is the burning man. He's no longer the assassin man. He is now the burning man. But he survived, so he walks around with bandages on constantly. And he has to be careful because he has to monitor his physical activity. Because if he exceeds it, he'll overheat himself and burn himself out and kill his brain. What? Oh, damn. But the dude, the dude doesn't even fight with a normal sword. He fights with the sword that he's been fighting with. But he had a bad habit, and when he killed people, he cut all the way through them. So the sword, as time has gone on, it has nicks and stuff in the blade, but he never bothered to sharpen them out or do anything with it. So the the holes in the sword, the cracks, and everything else, everything just kept collecting body fat. And like a cast iron pot or something. This is the way they explained it. He seasoned his sword. And it kept collecting body fat. So as time went on, if he went out of his way, he could actually ignite the sword, and it would stay burning. Flames. He had a flaming sword. So this, this is the techno- technological stuff I'm okay with. Cause it, it's, it doesn't break lore, and it's like, it's just him being so badass that it just it works. Well, I mean, realistically, I don't know about the physical application of this well, happening in this real is, life. This is anime. So but I mean, anime. I will give it to them. They weren't, they weren't going too far out of their way to make this lore-based, like, interesting techno like there was no advanced technology here this was just a sword had so many little holes and divots in it that it finally got to a point where it was just collecting body fat and he would occasionally occasionally light it on fire just to sear the flesh of his enemies so is that technology is nicotry yes pretty much (laughs) and this guy just excelled at it but it they tried to kill him because he knew too many dark secrets about the new regime and they didn't want him running around telling anybody about all their dirty little secrets. So they tried to kill him. Well, he resented that. 
so there, there was no um, employer assassin confidentiality there. He didn't have to sign. I don't think they cared if he did or didn't. They were just, you know, but, too much. But hey, sir, um, whenever we win, can you please not tell nobody about all the people that we murdered? Thank you. So they abandoned his ass, and he did not take it well because they tried to kill him. It's straight up Joshua Graham. I love it. So he went on a rampage trying to take down the new regime. As you do after you just got fucking. It's like it's a self. It's a self prevailing prophecy. You scared well, that he's going to do something. That's so why I love. But that's why I love the antagonist from Roni Kenshin so much. Is because it's really hard to hate. He's a not lot the of bad them. guy. Well, he's no. He's he not is, the bad guy. In a lot of ways, he is. But in a lot of ways, he's not. It's hard to hate the guy. His motives are understandable. Extremely. Exactly. He's human. He's human and as hell. at the end of it, Kenshin has to fight him and go through that. And that's when he has to fight his master, learn a new technique. Wait, and why all had that. To, oh, so, okay, never mind. We, we've been through this. I, yeah, he had to learn a new technique, all this crazy shit. It, it's a whole thing. And, it, I mean, it just it climaxes in the best way possible to the point where I know there's a whole season after it. but again. But again, there's no reason for it, and we just hit that point where, honestly, it, it, I just think it was overkill. But with that being said, we are coming to the time frame for this episode, and this has been us talking about Roni Kenshin. Please hit us up at topicalrants at gmail.com. Like I said, we will be getting a Facebook out to everybody pretty soon. It'll be also be under the Topical Rants moniker. So please hit us up there. Also watch uh, Roni Kenshin. Watch it. Go watch Roni it. Kenshin. I'm going, I'm going to quiz y'all. Watch it later. You watch it. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, I'm watching this. I'm dope.